This is the Main Money Show with Craig Dixon from Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Craig Dixon provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here's Craig Dixon on the Main Money Show. Good morning, Maine. Welcome to another show of the Main Money Show with me, Craig Dixon from Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group, along with our co-host, Tony Shore. And thank you for tuning in for today's show called The Future of U.S. Taxation. Uh, it can be important to be aware of the future of U.S. taxation and tax changes to help ensure your, your wallet doesn't take a big hit and you're able to um, have the money that you need and require through your retirement years and uh, could be a pretty big deal for people, don't you think, Tony? Oh, I think so. And the future is now, as they say, right? Oh, I like The future that. is now. So you need to be aware of these things now and all the tax changes um, and how that's going to affect your retirement. People want to, no one has a crystal ball, but you know, we want to look ahead to say, hey, what's my tax situation going to be like? Let, let's not just look backwards for the past year, which everybody does around tax season. Yeah. They look at last year's taxes to try to save as much, pay as little on them as possible. And then they don't think about taxes. They don't want to hear about taxes, which I get. That was me for a long time until I realized, hey, I could be putting myself in a really bad spot down the road when I need the money in retirement. I might have to pay a huge chunk of it to Uncle Sam, all that savings I have in my 401ks and IRAs. So I'm looking Man. forward to, to picking your brain on this one today, yeah. Craig. Well, you've been working with me far too long because you, you can pretty much run with the show yourself. I mean, <laughs> you get it. I went, You've got it down. Either. No, 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 no. You got it down. That's awesome. I agree Craig's with like, you. Like, hey, he's taking my job. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm. You know, I have been listening. Uh, you know, we've been doing a lot of these shows, and I've been working with you a while. So I get it. But I, I know. I think it's a really important for a refresher for those of us who may have heard some of these things or been aware of this, and for those out there who who haven't really thought about it. So. Uh, before we get into that, though, Craig, I want to first do one thing, and that's thank you. I have to say thank you for having me on your show each week because I have so much fun, and we have a blast with it. Uh, we like to give each other a hard time, joke around, and I always learn something. So I feel yeah, like I'm do. getting the most out of it, uh, <laughs> and you're doing all the heavy lifting. Uh, but uh, how do you feel about it? Are you I good with it? Yeah, we're both getting a lot out of it. I like like you said, you know, you enjoy doing the show. I enjoy doing the show. We have we have a good time off mic, on mic. So, um, and I yeah, know you enjoy hearing from the listeners too. I mean, it's a it's a three way street here, right? It is, yeah. However, that works. I can't quite picture that. <laughs> well, uh, if they want to ask questions about the show or you know set up a consultation with you, uh, they just need to give you a call. What's that phone number? It's 855-625-3736. All right. Well, and you've been good. I know you've probably been busy, haven't you? Yes, sir. We're always busy here hopping in, in Lewiston and Biddeford and Rumford. We're all over the place, all over the <laughs> state. So, yeah. Yeah, you do a lot of driving around and people come from all over to meet with you in your office. You offer the 
that complimentary consultation to our listeners out there. Now, let's dive right into it then. This is going to be a good discussion. Taxes, that's a topic that a lot of people don't want to deal with. But hey, what we should be doing is learn how to minimize that tax burden. That's a positive, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I uh, I understand most people don't want to deal with taxes. They don't want to end up paying Uncle Sam at the end of the year. And most people are hoping to get a return. But, you know, the phrase nothing can can be said to be certain except death and taxes. You've all heard that out there. And uh, many of you may know, or maybe some of you don't know, but that was written by and coined by Benjamin Franklin to uh, Jean-Baptiste Leroy in 1789 as an, like an off-kilter kind of reference to the newly established uh, Constitution of the United States. And, uh, you know, it's held an unenviable uh, truth ever since, I guess. However, uh, due to the recent upheavals in the American financial landscape, we all see that. We all see the debt mounting. We all wonder what you know, the government's going to do. And, you know, this saying might, might need to be modified too. you know, nothing, nothing can be said to be certain except death and increasing taxes, Tony, increasing taxes. Although we've seen a little adjustment here lately where it might feel like it's downward. I don't think that that can hold out forever. And I think taxes eventually have to come up to offset um, the burden we've built up for ourselves. So um, something's got to be done, either more commerce to tax the businesses more and get more revenue to the government to pay that down or, you know, uh, flatline the budget and not expand it anymore. There are a lot of things we can do that we need to do that I don't know will come about. And the easiest sure. way for the government to really get a hold of it is to increase taxes. So, so that's why you think we're probably continuing or going to continue to see an increase in taxes from this point, right? Yeah, the the federal government keeps finding ways to increase its credit line. You know, the debt ceiling without also finding ways to proportionally cut its spending. Like I was talking about, they don't. They're not, they're not yeah. managing their. Um, their finances for their book of business. And although we put legislation in place and attempt to cut spending through um, future sequestration, politicians in charge still find a way to reduce the cuts. And the government keeps increasing its credit limit. But in order to get things back in balance, uh, you know, it's in desperate need of finding ways to decrease spending and make more money. They're going to make more money, make more money. Sadly, you know, spending, spending cut uh, discussions rarely have a, uh, a positive outcome and consequently the only way for the government to compensate for its lack of spending cuts is by making more money and usually the only way the government makes money is by collecting taxes so they can print some but then we all know what happens with that uh, and then according to the congressional budget office projected uh, deficit baseline 2014 to 2024 the government collects approximately 42 billion less per month than it spends Wow. Can you believe that? Oh, my <laughs> goodness. A month? Billion? Was that yeah. B is in billion? Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. $42 billion less per month than it spends. Talk yep. about not living within our means. Um, <laughs> and so this na- the national debt's going to continue to increase, you think, right? I mean, do you think it's going to taper off anytime soon? Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine um, just not getting our spending under control. Uh, the recent reduction in taxes, the interest that accumulates and compounds on that, it just it just keeps going. And the national debt is increasing at an unprecedented rate, rising to levels never seen before and threatening potential harm to the economy, not only our economy, but I believe the world economy. And according to the Congressional Budget Office, again, uh, they projected deficit baseline 2014 to 24 that the national debt was $7.4 trillion in October 2004. And by October 
2014, it had climbed to $17.9 trillion, which means the national debt grew 241.9% during a 10-year time period, or 8.4% annually compounded. So it's unbelievable. And that being said, the national debt growth rate is uh, receding significantly over the past three years, falling to an annual growth rate of 4.5%. So we just see we just keep keep uh, skyrocketing, going up, 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 and out of control. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just wow. I mean, those statistics are crazy. So I, I, you know, I've heard that taxes were way different back in like the '40s. Is that true? Yeah, uh, I guess from from a historical point of view, taxes are extremely low. And the last time the U.S. national debt was even close to the same percentage level of gross uh, domestic product or GDP, um, as it is today, was at the end of World War II and for several years following. So the maximum tax tax rate at that point and through the years from 1944 through 1963 averaged 90%. A lot of people can't believe that, but if you look at the history 90% of, was the top <clears throat> tax bracket. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, a lot different in those days, maybe a lot more to deduct, uh, maybe a lot more exemptions, things like that, but... Still, it was that high. And if you look at the history of the United States, ta- United States tax rates, you'll see that it was just unbelievably high. And then it's come down. And then uh, Reagan came into office, came down more. It's kind of bounced back. But in the period of 1944 through 1963, um, well, that was in the heart of both the Industrial Revolution and the birth of the baby boomer generation. So it's difficult to compare the two time periods because back then, you know, they didn't have to deal with the external pressures from all the globalization and all the imports and, you know, domestic unfunded liabilities. So there was a lot more, um, you know, going on internally within the United States, within our borders. And now it's just expanded to a global economy. So it's changed things drastically. Yeah, I would imagine. Wow. Well, our time is just about up for this first segment. Is there anything else, Craig, you want to share with us before we take a quick break? Absolutely. Um, Dealing with taxes, specifically your taxes, for those of you that are out there listening, it, it can be difficult. And that's oftentimes why we hire somebody like an accountant or an EA, enrolled agent, or um, somebody else that can help you get through it. But if you want help in the process, um, we'd be more than happy to guide you through. And if you visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.org, or you call my office, 855-625-3736, you can receive a complimentary retirement income toolkit to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And with our retirement income toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. And this toolkit is dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions, build a retirement on a solid foundation that'll stand the test of time. And in part of that process, we'll help walk you through our, uh, your taxes. And we actually have somebody on staff who's able to help you in preparing those. All right, listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Craig Dixon here on The Main Money Show. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Craig Dixon of Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group at 855-MAKES-SENSE or visit theinvestmentexecutives.org to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back to The Main Money Show with me, Craig Dixon from Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group and our co-host, Tony Shore. 
in case you missed the first segment, the title of our show is The Future of U.S. Taxation. And in that first segment, we talked about, uh, you know, compared taxes to today versus the 1940s. We talked about the cause and effect of government spending. What's that owing to the overall debt? And how government spending will affect our taxes now and in the future. And as Tony said, the future is now. Yeah, and it's been a great talk. I mean, are there any potential solutions to this increase in government debt? And how does this affect our taxes? Well, I think, unfortunately, the general public, you know, they're in a no-win situation for the solution to this problem. However, some think printing money may help, but printing money... uh, doesn't bode well for economic growth as that action creates inflationary pressures. We're seeing that now that devalue the U.S. dollar and make everyone less wealthy, believe it or not. So you may have more money. You may be able to get credit easy, all those things. But the value of your dollar is far less valuable. Um, others think that cutting entitlements are the answer to the issue. But, you know, cutting the entitlements uh, that compose, you know, that obligation leaves millions of people without benefits they've come to expect puts them in a predicament for their um, quality of life and could, you know, could jeopardize their lives. So that's, that's important to keep those in play to a certain extent. And obviously you want to uh, cut off the fat, so to speak, and you want to refine those programs. But no government obligation can really be considered unfunded because of the U.S. government's sovereign power to tax, which is the ultimate resource to meet its obligations. But another option and, and one that the government knows all too well is what, Tony? What do they always do to us? Uh, well, uh, they always, well, they lie to us? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Mistruths. No, increasing taxes. I know. We see, it, we see it across the board. I knew you knew that. Well, I mean, do you think we should get ready for an increase then? Obviously, these new the new tax laws lower some of the tax brackets. However, it, even in that bill, it says it's only for a limited time, right? Yeah, limited time, and I think it's got to come full circle where they they probably start going back up unless something like like I said can happen domestically where um, businesses start to grow, uh, building more workforce, building more businesses, which creates a wider tax base. But I think uh, I think a ba- balanced budget is going to be required at some point, and with this will come higher taxes. And I truly believe that the the government's got to get their act together, like everybody else out there that's probably listening, but. I mean, it can't go on forever. You can't have a debt that just goes through the roof and is unending. And even if your GDP does go up, it's still <clears throat> it's still going to just outperform anything you can do in regards to decreasing your budget expenses and making any headway on that debt because it gets so far ahead on the compounding interest. But I think given our current position and projected budgets, I, th- I think it's okay to say that tax increases are coming down the road, um, we see, like you said, we've seen them change now, but I think they're going to come again. They they got to come full swing, and we might see administrative changes here in the government um, in the next cycle. So that could definitely change things. And as we continue to do the same things over and over while expecting different results, we'll find that raising taxes is a strategy to raise money, but it's not the solution to our current pending problems. And there's much more that needs to be done. So why do you feel it's important for us to understand that our taxes will probably increase then? Well, I believe it's important because you have an opportunity to take action and now's the time to prepare for what is to come and structure uh, countermeasures for the good, the bad and the ugly of each of these legislative proposals through tax advantage retirement planning. Do you like that? That's I like maybe, it. Maybe a little Clint Eastwood uh, yeah. plug there. Yeah. Go ahead. 
Make my day. Well, that was pretty good. Ah, good see, I've been, I was working on that for that sh- this show. For the show, I love it. Yeah, yeah. In all the in all the commotion, I can't remember if there's been five or six shots fired. Remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I like to use the phrase, you make more money by saving on taxes than you do by making more money. Does that sound ah, right, Tony? I like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the simplistic logic in the statement that really makes sense when you discover it takes a Dollar fifty in earnings to put that same dollar saved in taxes back into your pocket if we assume a 33% effective tax rate. And the simple concept becomes extremely valuable to people in retirement and those living on fixed incomes. And as simple as it sounds, it's much more difficult to execute. So most people fail to put together a plan as they near retirement, beginning with a simple um, simple cash flow budget. And if, if we haven't uh, analyzed our proposed income streams and expenses, we could we could um, not possibly have taken the time to position these cash flows and other events into a tax-preferred plan. Well, do you think people have tax plans ready to help them through any potential tax increases they may face? Oh, geez. I don't know, Tony. I think most people state, I have a plan, and then you know they don't need any further assistance in that area. And the truth is, most instances that people could not show you their plan if they had to. If you asked them, you put them on the spot, they couldn't show you it. And, and of the few that could or actually do have a plan, they wouldn't be able to show you how they have executed it or what they're doing in attention to execute it in the future. Right. And as people approach retirement, they probably need to be looking at what cash flows they have, uh, like pensions and Social mm-hmm. Security. I mean, how much additional cash flow are they going to need to draw from uh, to maintain that lifestyle. On top of that, uh, we should probably also be asking then how much we need to set aside for taxes, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And then, and people spend their whole lives saving and accumulating wealth, but very little time determining how to distribute the accumulation in order to keep it. So we're always worried about building that mountain of money, so to speak, but nobody's ever educated us on how we spend that down. And they need to make sure they have the appropriate diversification of taxable versus non-taxable assets to complement our distribution strategy. And it's not just a cut and dry, hey, you know, I'm going to start this, going to start that. Um, you want to be sure that you're meeting or exceeding your monthly obligations. Hopefully hopefully you're exceeding because obviously inflation is going to catch up with your power of your dollar. So that's going to wear at that. And it's important to keep in mind that you should, you know, meet with your financial advisor to go through this stuff and figure out the best strategy on the tail end when you are starting retirement. Yeah, and I think that's really important. Now, our time is almost up for this segment. Craig, is there anything else you want to add before we take another quick break here? Yeah, our goal at Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group and our planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing they'll have reliable income you know, during retirement, as well as a legacy to pass on to their loved ones if they so choose. And to help with the process, just visit my website, like I talked about, theinvestmentexecutives.org. You can also go to themainmoneyshow.com. Um, you're welcome to stop by my office, give me a call, whatever it is you need to do to make that connection. Um, and we'll offer a complimentary retirement toolkit. And the foundation to our retirement income toolkit is broken down into four basic sections. So it's income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, and legacy planning. And what you do is you use these tools to put yourself in a better spot so that you can make it to and through retirement in the most successful way possible. And if you set up your complimentary consultation, I'll be happy to sit down with you, help you through the process and get you sailing in the right direction. 
All right. Thanks, Craig. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Craig Dixon here on The Main Money Show. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group, we've created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money, which is located inside our Retirement Income Toolkit. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary Retirement Income Toolkit at theinvestmentexecutives.org or call us at 855-MAKE-SENSE. That number again is 855-MAKE-SENSE. And welcome back to our final segment for this episode of The Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And in this segment, um, I know that you want to share with us how we can create our own tax plan and prepare for those changes. So what type of tax plan should a person have, Craig? Um, a, a retiree should be situated with a diversified tax plan. And the point of spending our whole lives accumulating wealth is not to see how big the number on paper, but rather it should be an exercise in how much we put in our pocket after removing it from the paper. So like I said, we always concentrate on that big mound of money, but how can we get the most bang for our buck when we're spending it out? And to truly understand tax diversification, you know, we have to understand what types of money exist and how each of these will be treated during accumulation and most importantly, during distribution. And the following is a brief summary of our money. So we have free money, we have tax advantaged money, we have tax deferred money, taxable money, both ordinary income, capital gains, and qualified dividends. So there's quite a few different types there. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot of different types. So did you say free money? That sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> did you use yeah. the words free and money in the I same sentence? I love I that. I did. I bet that sounded great to everybody. That, that does sound awesome. great. Yeah, free money. Well, you're right. It's the best kind of money, regardless of the tax treatment, because in the end, you have more money than you would have otherwise. So many employers will provide contributions toward employee retirement accounts to offer additional employee benefits and inspire employees to save for their own retirement. With this, employers oftentimes will offer a matching contribution in which they will contribute up to a certain percentage of an employee's salary to that employee's retirement account when the employee contributes to their retirement account as well. So it's a, it's a match. We've all heard that. Hey, we'll, we'll give you 5% up to five. You know, if you contribute 5%, we'll give you a 5% match up to there. And then we'll give you 50 cents on the, whatever it is, whatever the scenario is. So, you know, like for example, if an employee earns 50,000 annually and contributes 3% or 1500 bucks to their retirement account annually, the employer will also contribute some percentage to the employee's account. And that employer contribution or match is free money. And I can't tell you the number of times I sit down with people and talk to them about their 401k. Are you taking advantage of your 401k? Are they matching you? And people will say no. I'm like, well, you're giving up free money. And I think that um, we all <laughs> at every occasion need to take take uh, advantage of that free money. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you want to, if that employer matches free money, take advantage of it. But uh, speaking of advantage, what's tax advantaged money. You mentioned that. What is that? So tax advantage is probably the next best thing to free money. 
I don't think you can get any better than free money, do you, Tony? Uh, no, no. <laughs> and, you know, although you have to uh, earn tax advantage money, you don't have to give part of it away to Uncle Sam. So tax advantage money comes in three basic forms that you can utilize during your lifetime. Uh, four, if prison inspires your future, but we're not going to discuss that option. No, no. <laughs> yeah. please. And uh, the most commonly known form of tax advantage money is municipal bonds which earn a earn and pay interest that can be federally tax advantage, state tax advantage, or both state and fed tax advantage could be either way, depending on which one you're using. Um, there's several caveats that should be discussed in regard to the notion of tax advantage income from municipal bonds. First, <clears throat> you'll notice that tax advantage has several flavors from the state and federal perspective. So this is because states will generally tax the interest earned on a municipal bond unless the bond is offered from an entity located within that state. This uh, severely limits the ability of completely tax advantaged muni bonds and constrains underlying risk and liquidity factors. Second, municipal bonds interest gets added back into the equation for determining your modified adjusted gross income for social security and could push your income above the threshold subjecting um, you know, a portion of your social security income to taxation which you want to watch that closely because you could be doing it just by a few dollars. But in effect, if, if this interest subjects um, some other income to taxation, then this interest is truly being taxed. And then lastly, <clears throat> uh, municipal bond interest may be excluded from the regular federal tax system, but it is included for determining tax under the uh, AMT alternative minimum tax system. Mm. Well, now what's tax deferred money? That was another one on your list. Uh, talk about that. Yeah, so I think pretty much everybody knows this one. Um, they may not know it as tax-deferred money, but it's typically our traditional IRA, uh, employer-sponsored retirement plan, or non-qualified annuity. So it's basically what they're saying, tax-deferred, is it's you don't have to pay taxes on it till a later date. And essentially, we invest into an investment vehicle with pre-tax dollars that will accumulate in value over time, or hopefully, depending on the vehicle you have it in. And we don't pay taxes on the earnings that grow within those accounts until the distribution happens, until you, until you start taking the money out. And once the money is distributed, obviously taxes have to be paid. Uh, in addition to the taxes, the same negative consequences exist toward additional taxation and expenses in other areas, as I previously talked about. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really important, obviously, uh, to understand this. And so lastly, what's taxable money then? So taxable money is everything else and uh, is taxable both today and later, whenever it's received. Of, of the four types of money, it really comes down to two distinct classifications. So you can remember that, taxable and tax advantage. Ah, uh, so taxable and tax advantage. And uh, taxable money, obviously, we all know what that is. That's most of the money we have, it seems. Uh, but what's yeah. the biggest difference then between taxable and tax advantage? So the, uh, uh, the greatest difference in discussing comparison between taxable and tax advantage income is a function of how much money we keep after tax. But with you know everything else being equal, it wouldn't matter if you put your money into a taxable, tax-deferred, or tax-free account as long as income tax rates never change and outside factors are never an event. And the net amount you receive in the end will be the same. Unfortunately, <clears throat> you know none of this will ever be the circumstances. There's too many... Uh, too many levers out there that constantly are changing. So the assumption is that taxes will increase in the future with the likely forecast of being higher in retirement and during our peak earning years. 
So it's important to make sure that you meet with a financial pro when discussing your tax and financial options to help make sure you're you're able to determine which financial and tax strategy is obviously right for you and right for your retirement. Right. I think that's a great, great point. Now we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add? Holy cow. I didn't know that was fast, Tony. Yeah. Ah, yes. Um, Everybody out there listening, visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.org. And like I said, download your complimentary retirement income toolkit or call my office 855-MAKE-SENSE. That's sense with an S, 855-625-3736. And with your retirement income toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. It's um, toolkit is dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation, like I said, that'll stand the test of time. Also, if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please don't hesitate. Like I said, stop in, stop by the office, give us a buzz. I'm more than happy to help. Thank you for listening to The Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. Call 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit their website at theinvestmentexecutives.org. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Gradient Securities LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA SIPC. Gradient Securities LLC and SEC registered in Investment Advisory offers investment advisory services under the DBA of Gradient Wealth Management. Gradient Securities LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Insurance products and services are offered through Investment Executives, Inc. Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group and Investment Executives, Inc. are not affiliated with Gradient Securities LLC. Craig Dixon and Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.